Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. And today... It's probably going to be one of those ones where people get really pissed off at me. Someone asked me the other day to tackle uh, subjects where I share my feelings about stuff that, and I quote this, bothers me in the hobby. They said, what bothers you in the hobby? Wow, that's like a problem. Literally asking me to bitch and moan and rant about something I dislike. Well, that's cool. And you know, I'm up for it. But after thinking on it a bit, I realized it's sort of a trap because asking me to complain about anything is almost guaranteed to piss somebody off. As you know by now, I rarely hold back. Now, I realized that there are some things in the hobby which leave me both you know, flummoxed and also laughing at the same time. And one of these topics is why we as hobbyists tend to favor certain things which are simply atrocious. Okay, atrocious in my opinion anyway. I mean, you asked, right? So I'm giving it to you. I think that we put up with a lot of bad stuff and bad practices just because it's so popular or pervasive in the hobby. I'm not sure why this is, but it's something I think about a lot. The idea of using gear, following techniques, and working with certain fishes or plants, even though deep down inside, I'm willing to bet that we're not really big fans of them, is just sort of, it's strange, it's weird. Somebody asked me what I thought the worst piece of gear is in the freshwater hobby. Well, likely there's a few, and I'm not going to get into any specific name brands of anything, but let's focus on one item that you know that I personally despise. so-called glassware. You know, lily pipes and all that stuff. That stuff's really pervasive in the freshwater hobby. Basically, filter intakes and returns made of glass used in aquariums. When they first emerged on the scene, they were like a real step up from the green and brown translucent plastic ones that came with the canister filter that you bought yeah they do have a certain aesthetic to them i'll freely admit yet the only thing they offer over the plastics is a different look aesthetics and like so many things in the hobby when aesthetics win out over almost everything else there usually are compromises and when it comes to glassware there's a bunch of compromises now first off sizing the damn things to get the correct one for your tank is a freaking mystery and a nightmare. You have to make sure that it fits the diameter of the hose that you're using from your canister filter. Okay, makes sense, but that's not always straightforward, especially, unfortunately, here in North America. I know I'm American and we use inches instead of metric, but we're learning it and, you know, that, that's always a pain, but whatever. That's not that's not the fault of the manufacturers. But, but you need to figure out which one fits your filter. Then you need to figure out if the one you want will fit into your tank. In other words, if it's not too long, if you're using a short tank or, and then if it's, if it's one of the shorter ones, is it too small a diameter to fit the filter that you have? It's a nightmare. It literally reminds me of the other thing that I hate, which is deciding which one of the many different size packages of paper towels or toilet paper to purchase at the local target or whatever 
to get the maximum value. You ever seen that? It's like, so this package says, you know, eight rolls equals 12 full-size rolls. It has 300 feet of paper. It's like, what the fuck? I don't know. I just want to get the, you know, six rolls for $20 or whatever it is. But they have this math. It's like toilet paper math. It's literally like algebra, which I hated, as you probably imagined. Like, anyway, that's another rant for another time. That has nothing to do with this. But, like, why can't manufacturers simply say that this glass pipe will fit the hose on your Eheim 2215 or whatever and can fit into a tank with a depth of X number of inches or centimeters. Just make it a little bit less of a chore to simply purchase the awful thing. It's like you have to have tribal knowledge just to pay bend over prices for the correct model of one of these stupid devices for your aquariums. Ooh, slow down, Scott, right? And then there, these so-called lily pipes and intakes are rather fragile. They tend to break during really basic tasks, like simply removing them for cleaning and maintenance if you don't employ near surgical skills to remove them from the hose. I've actually broken them, and I know many people who have broken them, taken out of the box that they came in. And look, being clear, they can easily recruit algae and organic discolorations. So the much desired aesthetics are like immediately compromised by simply having them present in your tank doing what they're supposed to do. Now, sure, the advice is to clean, you know, carefully clean them as part of your regular maintenance. Yeah, okay, I get that. If you don't, you'll end up with a brown or green lily pipe, which I suppose defeats the whole purpose of the thing from the aesthetic standpoint, right? Now, I'll only ask this once, and I know it, again, is going to result in a flurry of hate, but this is my opinion, and it's a question. Why in the hell do you add a product with only the most basic utilitarian function, I mean, it's a freaking filter return, that is a, really expensive, and B, requires extra careful handling and an extra level of dedicated maintenance just for it. Is the aesthetic benefit of glassware so important as to be worth all this extra hassle, attention, and care? Well, it obviously is to a whole lot of hobbyists who may or may not be, I don't know, brainwashed about them. Great, I just violated the first rule of good uh, writing and podcasting. Never insult your audience. Well, fuck that. <laughs> You're smarter than this. Personally, I'd rather spend time. You asked me, this is what you're going to get. Personally, I'd rather spend time, money, and effort on stuff with which actually matters. Like, I don't know, the fishes, the hardscape materials, lighting, return pumps, or the aquarium itself instead of a fragile piece of art with no discernible benefits over conventional plastic intake and output pipes, save aesthetics and, you know, cachet of owning one. Now, there's also stainless steel versions of some of this hardware, and if you're just super obsessed with how your freaking filter return looks, these at least don't discolor as readily as glass and won't snap the minute you look at them wrong, right? Again, which begs the question, why aren't there alternatives? Like, I don't know, 3D printed versions of lily pipes and you know, uh, and out to, uh, and uh, intakes or even more durable ceramic or better colored plastics or something like that. Why, why is this? I, it's something I can't fully grasp. Are they that much pricier than glass? I, I don't know. But it sounds like a great market niche for some budding entrepreneur with the right skill set. Meanwhile, year after year, hobbyists plunk down hard-earned cash ranging from 40 US dollars to 90 US dollars or more on something which has a role that can easily be performed by a $5 part and has been for decades. It's just bizarre. Often these purchases are justified by praising their aesthetics and the social media cachet of using them. Meanwhile, many of these same hobbyists who worship in the temple of the holy glassware use shitty, underpowered, feature-impoverished LED lighting systems 
on their high-tech planted tanks just to save a few bucks while employing $200 worth of return pipes from their filter. Yeah, it's a, it's a real head-scratcher. And what's the culprit? Well, perhaps it's that we see glassware in tanks everywhere. It's perverse in social media and, you know, everywhere. Almost every, you know, highly regarded scaper uses them in all their tanks without question. Amano used them. The message is that it's what you're supposed to use. Now, look, I'm not blindly blaming social media or the late Mr. Amano. It's just the way this stuff is shared nowadays leaves little in the way of alternatives in the minds of many. It's the underlying psychology that's the real culprit, in my humble opinion. People want to belong, and maybe a piece of blown glassware apparently satisfies this need. Yeah, now I'm speaking amateur psychobabble and on gl- and hate, you know, on glassware. I, I, what a dick I am, right? Well, actually, I do think it's sort of a peer pressure thing, a desire to be in the cool club. You know, when you use glassware, it represents an adherence to some hobby movement. And it's the statement that you, the hobbyist, are doing something that's in line with expectations of the movement. I've actually seen a few forum posts where people asked for a critique of their aquascape. And I'm not exaggerating. The main suggestion was ditch the ugly filter intakes and the outlets in place of glass pipes. That's what my British friends call a facepalm moment. <laughs> like, really? Like, what? That's that's your recommendation. Well, now, hell, on some levels, I do get it. I mean, I don't like seeing things in my tank. I understand. I mean, you have something that's a function first, a necessary evil, if you will. So why not make an aesthetic improvement upon it to minimize the ugliness? I can't argue with that. I mean, enjoy the hobby the way you want, right? I get it. It's the inconsistency of the embrace of aesthetic first, which baffles me. I mean, you're totally okay with the return lines for your filter running out that stand on the sides of the tank in full view, right? That's somehow not an issue for you. But green plastic returns in the upper part of your aquarium are. Now, I find it hard to believe that some manufacturer somewhere hasn't come out with a better looking yet still functional alternative. Manufacturers have figured out how to get heaters and UV into the canister filters themselves, so you'd think that they, you know, would come up with a better return or an intake. I know they can do it. Are there alternatives to glassware that offer more function? Sure, I think so. Uh, Of course, big moves can, you know, shake up the entire industry. Yet, what about an all, you know, all-in-one tanks uh, or or tanks with better-looking integrated external overflows and returns? That would be the ultimate aesthetic game-changer. No visible intakes or returns and being able to have flexibility there. There must be somebody out there with design or fabrication chops who can tackle this or thinks it's even worth doing. Show yourself soon. We need you. And the glassware still reigns supreme as the ultimate statement in sexy design for many. Whatever. Now, scarier yet, to me, as a reef hobbyist as well, is that I've noticed several newly minted crossover freshwater high-tech planet aquarists that want to build reef tanks, which is awesome, yet they're trying to figure out how they can adapt fucking glassware to reef tank use. They're discussing these on, you know, these build thread forums, sharing all sorts of machinations they're going through to try to adapt these shitty devices to their ideas for a reef tank. I mean, on the reef side, we do enough lame things without taking on more lousy hardware or dumb ideas. Thankfully, in these threads, many of the reef guys responding gently and politely pushed back on the use of this inefficient crap, that's my my words, for reefs. Now bless them, because that's important. Ouch, I know, I'm being a real a-hole about this, just bitching away about something that is not a real problem for the hobby. But you asked, and I can go on and on, so yeah, I'm being a total ass. Yeah, I freely admit it. 
However, in my humble opinion, a stupid idea is still a stupid idea, regardless of which side of the salinity line you work with. And I think the glass were stupid. And what's worse is that I don't really have a good alternative. I, I admit that, I know. Other than to simply boycott stupid glassware and encourage others to do the same until somebody comes up with something better. <laughs> that's, like, that's my solution. I guess I'm heaping the hate on glassware because it represents, in my twisted mind, some form of, I don't know, willing conformity and allegiance to something which provides only a superficial advantage over what's already out there. That, to me, the conformity part is a big problem. It stifles originality and progress. It creates dogma. Like, wow, Feldman, it's just a fucking piece of glass. You're way overboard on this. Well, sure, on a pragmatic level, it is just a piece of glass. I, I gotcha. But it's also a sort of metaphorical shackle, in my opinion. The, the blind reverence and the lack of demand for something better from the industry forces a weird sort of conformity, in my mind at least. And we get what we deserve, right? Now, again, I probably simply don't get it. Maybe it's just cause I'm bitter, having broken a lot of these over the years, a couple actually intentionally, I admit, and simply hating them. However, I do like the sort of mental exercise I can get by looking long and hard and admittedly in biased fashion, no doubt, at something which I find somehow problematic in the hobby, contemplating why it exists, why it's so popular, and at least thinking a bit on possible alternatives, practical or otherwise. Sure, we could likely do without my vitriol when contemplating ideas like this, but it never hurts to be a bit critical to question why stuff is the way it is. So yeah, in the end, this you know first world problem, in my head at least, of glassware is likely a bit silly, it really is, but it does you know, shine a little light on the how and whys of the aquarium hobby and the industry and so forth and why we do things. Now my advice to you is simply don't be afraid to question, consider alternatives, and create demand for them if they don't yet exist. Or to simply not accept everything that's taken as the way in the hobby, whether it's a, a stupid glass pipe or an idea like throwing leaves and twigs into your aquarium or, you know, whatever it is. But be original. Think through some things. Think why. Think of alternatives. Work on alternatives. Stay bold. Stay creative. Stay defiant. Stay observant. Stay engaged. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Ten and Aquatics. I think I'm going to pour myself a gin and tonic. I hope you have a nice day and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for spending part of it with me. And I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.